Are you ready? Oh, so ready. You press play. Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, Alison. Oh, <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> no, actually, Shady. We made it back. We have. We made, we made it back. So I feel like at the end of the last one, we were like, maybe this is going to be the last one. Maybe this is one and done. Um, Cliffhanger. Clearly not. I like the cliffhanger. Yeah, same. Imagine if it was the only one, though. <laughs> the cheek of it. Hilarious. Yeah, just felt like doing one. Don't want to give you anything else. Yeah. Fuck it. Well, we're back. We're back. We're here. Another episode. <laughs> so, um, feedback-wise. Yeah. I feel like transparency is fine, right? 100%. So, feedback-wise, we've been told that we should have introduced ourselves. Facts. So that's why I said, Alison. Vanessa. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I think is cool, but then I also feel like, I don't know, like obviously taking feedback with a pinch of salt. Like some people want to know like everything. Yes. I'm like, some things can just like unfold naturally, but I get it if there's like questions about. I feel that the questions that were coming up is very much because... People want to know, they're going to want to know about us. Mm. It's obviously our point of view and we're, like our opinion yeah, and so how context. we do things. Mm-hmm. So context, right? But I think what we've always kind of said is like, we don't want it to be too personally focused. We just want a bit of relate, like just to relate. Yeah. Just to, so for someone to be able to relate, it's like, it's cool. But I understand the wanting to kind of delve in like yeah. off the bat. I can reassure everybody that there's a lot coming. Yeah. It's it's coming. Just a little bit patience, it's okay. <laughs> Come down. We all need to practice a bit of patience, don't we? It's I fine. need patience. Desperately. Girl. Um, okay, so back to like what we wanted to talk about. Today's actual topic. Today's actual episode yep. is about the fact that we are very hardworking women. Yep. We both work for ourselves. We are self-employed. We have been doing this mothering thing, juggling everything mm-hmm. and working and feeding these children and showing up this way for some time now. Yep. So the fact that we decided to start a podcast is mental. Yeah, no, that was wild. <laughs> when you free? Mm-hmm. I'm no, I'm not. When you free? Oh, I'm no longer free. I got a job. I'm so sorry. Work is now um, overrun. Yeah, and here we are. Yep, it's it is mad, um, but it's such a big part of like the whole motherhood thing and the contributions to like even just like the way I work. Yeah, as well. So, I guess we can like talk a bit about ourselves in more detail because it's all the same. Yeah, thing. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you want to start? Yeah, okay, so I, I like uh, to introduce myself as a professional makeup artist, because that is what I am. I've been doing makeup for, um, how long now? I think it's been about eight years. I'm going into like my eighth year. Wow. And I got into makeup because it was solely one of those things where I was like, I need to do something that fulfills me for work, um having a child at 17 like 
getting pregnant at 17, having a child very, very young. I've done every piece of work. I mean, not every piece of work, but most jobs. Like, I've cleaned. I've done waitressing. I've done front of house. I've been a receptionist. I've worked in a gym. I've worked worked everywhere. And Mm. it just got to a point where I was like, this isn't fulfilling me. I'm bored. And if I'm going to spend hours and hours away from my child, to, of course, make money because you have to. Mm. I need it to fulfill me. And... I've always been interested in makeup, always liked it. Like, you know, like when you're growing up and stuff and you're like, start going out, like you're always the one to do someone's eyeliner or put someone's eyelashes on, whatever. It was always me. So when a friend was like, why don't you try it out? Like, just see what what's the worst that can happen kind of thing. Like you're miserable at the moment mm. in terms of what you're doing for work. So just give it a go. And then the rest is history, really. I've had some really great opportunities. Um, I've traveled for work. I've met some really cool people. We actually met through yeah. work. Yeah. Which is great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm very grateful for the fact that I get to do something that I'm so passionate about. And it has helped me in terms of, like, just being able to f- be free with my time for my child. Like, she's obviously now, like it's okay for me to have a long set day because she's 14 years old and she can just kind of look after herself after school like it's fine but when I first started it was very like demanding yeah and all the juggling Yeah, yeah it's a lot because I think we have always been very precious about showing the kids like you can do everything but Obviously, they don't understand the the details, the details the of what it takes. To actually, honestly, like, I feel like I, I feel like there was like a version of like autopilot. I don't know if it was for you, but it was just like just getting through these times because we had to. Yeah, you know, like rushing was just my 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 way of working and living. When Kyra was smaller, like when she was a lot smaller, I had to. So mm, I think I started going fully freelance when she was about six. Yeah, about six, six, seven. So that to me was wild because I had to like sort her out for school and do this and do that and then get to one job and get to another job. And I was like, I'm losing my head here. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. As before, it was like a lot more structured. You know, like when you worked in retail or you had somewhere to be, you could clock in, clock out kind of thing. This is completely different. Yeah, no, there was no set days no yeah and you have to just like oh okay and obviously the working for yourself thing then brings in this thing where it's like if i'm not constantly working what's gonna happen because that's new to me now yeah like, exactly i'm a parent i can't just decide that i'm not gonna work today or whatever i have to work every day so it's like when you're going and finding your work yourself it's like oh this is this is new that was something i had to like adjust and learn though like the the worrying wasn't there's no point in it Mm -hmm. obviously I do have to put in the work and I do have to do it but worrying about it was not gonna help me find the work and make sure that the money was always coming in and stuff like that um yeah I I, I just think I had to not tell myself but just realize that money always comes I was never actually yeah you weren't like starving artist right exactly yeah yeah so 
just for our listeners, what is it that you do? Um, so for for the context, for the context, my <laughs> name is Alison. Obviously, um, <laughs> this time it's more obvious. Yeah, and I am a set designer slash art director, event stylist. It's a weird one because I pretty much just do anything I enjoy doing. Yeah, and I like doing, and those are the opportunities that have come to me. Um, but saying that, I have worked hard to get here. So I left my full time job in 2018, um, and then before that, I was I was just doing it alongside it because okay. yeah, I felt like I had to push myself into it, and obviously, like the fear of leaving my full time job um, was a lot, and that held me like I had it, it was I was in a chokehold for it a very does, long time, though, doesn't it? Like it keeps you because you need stability. Oh yeah, absolutely. You have to be a responsible adult when you have small people to look after. Yeah, and <laughs> you know what? It's actually a really big fuck up to be working full time right. and then do things on the side. One hundred. Because I was making extra money. Yes. So then, when I leave my full time <laughs> job, that extra money is now just the money. Yeah. And uh, it's it's not really hitting the same. No. Yeah. This this, this is what I found. So I was working. Um, I was working in retail. Um, just before I decided to quit, literally, literally I quit. quit. Yeah, just in the middle of it all, I was like, "Well, I'm either gonna do this makeup thing properly, or I'm not." Literally, but I quit. But obviously, before I got to the point of quitting my retail job, I would had already had people reach out and be like, "Oh, you know, I was working for myself on the side, like building up clientele and." making good relationships with like producers and stuff like getting my experience but i always had my retail job so like you said the money was nice yeah yeah because we had this monthly situation happening i was like oh do a couple of shifts here i get this and this is always going to be here and then the shoots are disposable income exactly what it's girl mathing because those shoot days were free money they were free money <laughs> back then <laughs> all the bills were covered this money wow it's mine. I can let's do, do something I nice yeah, let's go on holiday <laughs> You want to go for dinner? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Honestly, and that reality obviously came in. Oh, that hits hard. Listen, <laughs> when I quit that job and I realised, okay, the last pay that came in from my retail, I was like, okay, fine. This is this is the last time it's going to be like this. I'm like, oh, what do I do? I'm very <laughs> dramatic though, I won't lie. Like when I had the twins, oh, more context, I have twins. There's so, twins. So my twins are 12 and my oldest is 15. Um, and when I had the twins, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to expect. So I moved wild. Like I, I cut off anything that cost oh, no. money that yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah. like I didn't need to. Yeah. I took off my acrylics. Like, girl, it's we a luxury. We and save, girl. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, so I, I am like that where I'm like, I'll be frugal if I need yeah. to be frugal. Yeah. And I needed to be frugal when I left my job because I couldn't do it anymore. No, I hear you. I didn't even really have much of a backup. I just didn't have the mental capacity to continue. To continue. And I think a lot of people stay in jobs that literally destroy them. Yes. Just for the sake of like, okay, I've got security here. And listen, I understand it. The money is not the reason we can't but stay. But we can't do that. Yeah. Please find somewhere else. Find your position somewhere else, please. Because what that kind of thing does to your mental health is insane i think it's the fear of like leaving your comfort zone more than anything like the fear that this is this here is nice and 
what I have is working well for me and all of my bills are paid because I, I know people that have been like forced out of their situations mm -hmm. before. And obviously that was scary, but they needed that push in order to go in a direction that worked better for them. Let me tell you something. Had I have stayed and not left when I left, mm. the comfort. Yeah, the you can comfort. continue for ages and just like, you know, progress through a company. Yeah. And I'm not saying that a nine to five doesn't work because let me tell you, I miss, I miss a the nine to five. Of it yes. All. Oh my goodness. Yeah, like the structure and the, I don't know. Just... I get a whole break. <laughs> I get a whole break. I don't oh, have to work through my lunch. How many working through <laughs> lunches? Uh. So me and Ali tend to be on set a lot. So whenever there's like a shoot or whatever, I mean, we've had some shoots where we've been on set and it's like, nobody's eating. We're not eating. We're not doing anything. Well, the food's crap. I'm tired <laughs> of pizza. And Grow it's just up, like, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing party food. No. <laughs> But yeah, set days can be very long. And obviously in this industry, you know that it's like every set is never the same. Yeah, no, every set Every is job is different. And I think I that do love a well-funded one though. Oh, they're so good. Well, like there's like a really good producer that, that cares about that people's cares, bellies. cares and wants to look after yeah. everyone and make sure that we are breaking for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and good food is provided. Yeah. But I think, yeah, that is the beauty of, I guess, what we do in terms of the things that excite us. Mm. I love the fact that every day is not the same. Same. I love that so much. And it's like part of, yes, of course, I enjoy makeup and everything in itself, like the art of it. But just working and being able to experience so many different things and like even just it feels my creativity because I'm like, hold on, I'm here. Yes, I'm here to do makeup, but I can appreciate the set. I can appreciate lighting. Mm. I can appreciate that as an artist or like actors and stuff like that. It's so fulfilling. It's so exciting to like come together with people and like collectively make something. Create something. Yeah. yeah it's so fun. And yeah. I think with us being creative people, we couldn't be in a nine to five, babe. Like, I know. Someone said that to impossible. me today. Possible. Yeah. <laughs> someone was like, I don't think. Because I was like, ah, oh, some days I really feel like I should get a real job. <laughs> Like Sundays, I really do feel like. But then it's like, hold on, we've made our jobs real jobs. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that certain people that get paid every 30th of the month. I know, and they're just chilling. Yeah. They're <laughs> chilling or they're working from they're home. They're not chasing invoices. Oh, do you know what? If I have to chase another invoice, I would just love. People just be nice. <laughs> My children, be nice. Everybody. People that need to pay me, be nice. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, seriously, it is. It is yeah. very wild. Very I can't, wild. I, the invoice chasing. And I'm so awkward with that kind of thing. Like the money is clearly mine, especially if I've already worked. Right. So, and me now having to like email you or message you or whatever and be like, sorry, excuse me. No, but this is the thing. You... When I'm like chasing invoices and things like that, I'm like, okay, so basically what you did was use me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be free. And now you don't want to give me my money. <laughs> That's just, insane. Cool. Because Club. you've wiped the makeup off, babe. Promo. Portfolio work. Do you know what I mean? Who knew? No, stop. I hate that. I don't I don't appreciate that one bit. I'm feeling very salty right now because I'm owed great amounts and I keep planning 
to do things with the money that I don't have. I know. And I think this is something that we need to talk about in terms of like finances. Yeah. Why do we do that to ourselves? I know I need to stop because you know what? It's actually stupid things. It's not like, oh, I'm planning on paying like my bills with it. That's no, not it. No, I, no. I really want a new duvet. I there deserve a new duvet. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, I'm going to buy, you know, a really expensive one. Really going to splurge on this. When these guys decide to give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, why do they never pay me? <laughs> I'll never what get do I my do? duvet. Do I go and uninstall what I did? What do I do? Do you know what? To be fair, it happened to me with um, my daughter's bed. So we did that. I was like, okay, when this happens, I'll just, oh, I'll get the bed when when that comes. And I was like, then she pissed me off. And I was like, actually, (laughs) no, you're not getting your new bed yet. Next time. I was like, "Mm, okay, fine. And then I was like, actually, no, Vanessa, get her bed. The money's there. Stop being stupid. (laughs) Yeah, no, the bed. I get it. Do you know what I mean? Because I was just like, oh, there's always there's always something that needs to be bought. Like, I was out with my friend the other day and I was like, um, basically in Central and everywhere I pass where I normally pick up stuff for the kids. I was like, no, nah, they've been assholes this week. Oh, no, nah, they've been assholes. Let me tell you something. I would normally buy them Ben's cookies, but no, nah, I'm not bringing back Ben's cookies. I'll be honest. I think as well, because we know how hard we work yeah, for no. our money. We know how hard we work. So now, obviously, I have to feed you. Obviously, I have to clothe you. Oh, God. I, if I have to, like, you know, pay for your phone and whatever. But those extra treats, no. when you're being horrible. Absolutely not. We're not doing that. But still, ha- somehow, mum guilt creeps in and I feel bad on the way home. <sighs> yeah. Should I have bought the pen? Because, I, because I've bought myself something. I, I definitely have did. something nice. Without giving them something yeah, nice. No. So rude. Toxic. It's so toxic. My own brain is toxic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like abusing myself. Yeah. I always like, I don't think of it in a malicious way, yeah. Genuinely not malicious before anyone comes for me. But sometimes, yeah, when I have to spend on, especially now, where someone's going out with just their friends, I've got to give them money now. This These is are all insane. luxuries, yeah. It's a luxury. And then this other one, and she's such a nice girl, my oldest daughter. Yeah. So if she wants to get her nails done, yeah, I'm probably like... But you're really sweet. But it's not cheap. It's not cheap. Because now why is one set of nails turn into two? To two. Why am I paying for why someone else? Why am I paying else? for somebody else? Because they belong to Why are we both you? in the nail shop? It's so annoying. Why is that now an expense for me? <laughs> what on earth? Nobody it's... was paying for my nails at, the, at that age. Absolutely no one. They were like, figure it out by yourself. There was no figure it out. What are you doing with nails on your hand? <laughs> I mean, these children, they are very... um. You know, but she's they're, sweet. They're living, they're living and she a life does of cute luxury. nails. Yeah, it is, right? But it's a massive luxury. But that's what I'm saying. And then I have to continue working. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I'd be up, you know, if I didn't have to spend all this shit. No, but if this I didn't what I'm have saying. to buy if we all didn't, this shit. Like, I do think to myself as well, if I didn't have my daughter's expenses as well as mine, what would life be like? <laughs> And those are things that just happen in my head before anyone comes for me. I don't really say it to my kids or no, anything. No, I don't say it to her either. I'm just like, okay, fine. You can. You want your nails? You can have your nails. No problem. I work hard, so yeah. Here we go. I feel like I'm always trying to prove something as well. I can pay for your nails. <laughs> don't worry, we don't need no one. How much do you need to go out? I got you. <laughs> then in my head, I'm like, oh, this is horrible. This is not nice. I'm calling up people like, just you lost know? forty pound for nothing. <laughs> I'm like, social life? What who? What 12-year-old needs a social life? 
outings. I find it so funny because things were so different for us. I even met up with some friends um, the other day and I've known, like, my my male friend, I've known him for, like, 20 plus years Mm. and we've grown up together. So we've known each other since school and we were just talking, like, how different, how did we survive being out, like... How did we do that? Because we didn't With have like a pound. money. No. We didn't have money. Hey, where are we getting money from? It's weird, you know. I might, I might challenge my kids. Challenge them to like go out and spend nothing. I you've, don't think they survive. I think I'd have to go fiber. collect them. I'd have to use find my iPhone. wavering in the yeah. wind. Like. Yeah, I'd have, to, <laughs> I'd have to find them. And they'd be on the floor somewhere. <laughs> Literally curled up in a corner. Yeah. Like, I can't do this. <laughs> I was gonna come home, but I need to get on a train, and I just, I just didn't know what to do. It's so funny because, yeah, I think if my daughter had to survive with like, it's like when you give a child, I don't know, something like a, you know, like a videotape. They look at it like it's alien. Yeah, they're like, what is that? They'd be like outing with no, with nothing, with no money. To be fair, my son would go to the park with his friends, but somehow they'll still end up. Spending money. Going somewhere. Which I find mad because it's not theirs. It's like, let's just like pack a little bag, pack a little snack, get a little, yeah, get a little lunchbox going. A little bottle of water, a little Sainsbury's bottle of water. <laughs> that one was for you. That was especially for you. <laughs> I'm being judged today, guys, on my choice of water. Oh, yeah. Um, what did you call me? A peasant. Wow. Wow, that's insane. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's harsh. That was mean. But then, you know, sometimes Fiji, sometimes Sainsbury's. It's okay. I just, I really just rock with the Sainsbury's. I'm pretty sure the Fiji is mineral water as well. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> anyway, I got sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to working. Yes. Um, I feel like it's important to say the work that I do now mm-hmm. has come from working for so long in this industry. Right. Um. It wasn't an overnight thing. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realise. And I think it's what a lot of young people don't realise as well. Like, it really is a combination of years of input, even if it's not something that's seen. Right, exactly. Um, And yeah, I I have been, I like for years supported people on weddings. And that was it in itself, event styling, essentially. Mm And then I fell into, I won't lie, I've fallen into a lot of things. And it's been a lot of people that I know just trusting me and my creativity. Right. Which I appreciate greatly. And it's the reason why I left weddings behind because I was like, this is too much. Like almost puppeting from yeah, other people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Because even for me, weddings, weddings, yeah. obviously, we see a wedding. It's so funny because we've worked on the same wedding. We have. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we. I see weddings from a different perspective, right? But even that, it's like, I feel like we're the same in the fact of why we don't like weddings. Because I just don't want to... I don't actually want the responsibility of no, your day, to be honest. It's that. It's definitely the responsibility. But also for me, it's that... Um, people that you wouldn't... Ex- most people actually turn into bridezillas. Yes. There's like a few people that don't, and they're just like, oh, do what you like. Those are normally my friends that have asked yeah. me for a favour, yeah, and they yeah, know yeah. that the only way to get me to stay is to tell me to do what yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, it, I've had people like, and I, I, 
I take on people's like feelings and emotions a lot. Same. So I've had people like crying because they're stressing out about something, and I'm like, I'm handling it. And now and I'm they like, want your full attention. But now well. I'm 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 doing your event, and yeah. now I'm giving you therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too much. I now have to sit through your crying phone call, and I'm not. I'm not yeah. even saying it's not warranted because there's a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of energy and there's so much hype around making this the best day in someone's life, life like the yeah. most important day of your life. Like the most the, the, the most memorable day you'll yeah. ever experience, yeah. And then that kind of pressure as well, I don't want it. So it's I now have much. to make sure it looks and runs or whatever. Smoothly, like yeah. there's no hiccups and that's all on you. And I don't have it's it. It's a lot. And for me, it's usually... The way you said, like, what you said about people turning into bridezillas, I'm always like, I love the idea of a wedding because I think it's beautiful. But I think the experiences that I've had, they've not been majorly bad, but I'm just like, there's too much pressure on mm. a person in the day. And I'm like, sometimes being in that kind of, like, vibe is very almost damaging. I'm like, this is too much yeah. for what it is. I'm like, can you be happy? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Honestly, Do you want to smile? I've seen so You're many people like that. Life, I'm like, right? this is meant to be a special day. <laughs> You're stressing a little bit too much. Oh, like, and then you like, you know, there's always one like, they'll it'll be like I don't know the cousin or the maid of honor. Somebody's doing too much in the room, and I'm like, oh my goodness, can you let this woman have her moment, please? I actually can't stand weddings. <laughs> I just realised I hate them. And I I tend to just take recommendations like. Like you said, it's usually a friend or the friend of a friend that I'll be like, okay, cool. Mm. Like, mm. You're, I'm going to recommend you for my wedding. Literally like, just okay. a friend and they have to know exactly who I am. Like, yeah. don't mess with me. We're going <laughs> to, we're just going to do this this way. Yeah. Alone. Don't yeah. expect anything more than this. Yeah. If you start to get on my nerves, I'm cutting out. We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not. Like I had a friend the other day and she was like, oh, whatever you think will look nice. And I was like, I'm gonna create my dream wedding. How no. do you how do you feel like like the kids being this age now has like impacted the way that you work? Um I there was a lot of bring your child to work day for me. Right. And I'm lucky, like I keep saying, I'm actually very fortunate for like the opportunities that I've had and right. the the work that I've done, I've worked within my network quite often. So right. bringing my kids to work was okay. Right. And they right. would always come. So even in my like full-time job, when it went from full-time to part-time mm -hmm. and when they, like when I changed and um, sort of like moved through the company. What did you do before going into like set design? I've lived in many lives. You have. I, um, from young was like, um, I was a boxing coach for a, quite a long time mm -hmm. started this um well didn't start it but i'll say we started it because whatever was going on before us weren't that cool anyway but <laughs> <laughs> started this like youth this yeah. young junior boxing okay but it was like more than just junior boxing we would do like summer programs we were feeding kids before marcus rashford was i won't lie to you i love that <laughs> we were <laughs> like <laughs> We just, <laughs> yeah, no, we were. We discovered that like there was a lot of kids that wasn't that weren't eating when it wasn't free school meals. Got you. So in summers and half terms, half terms took a long time for us to even get anywhere with it. But every summer we would do activities, we would do outings, we would do food. I would try to take them to places that they wouldn't normally 
you know, go to yeah. and stuff that would make it a really memorable time. Just overcompensating for other people's kids as well uh, as my own. I, of course. Um, <laughs> of course. Always. And yeah, so I did that for years and the boxing coaching. And then it, not, FaceTime. Might <laughs> <laughs> be ignoring everybody's calls. Um, yeah, and then I started to trans- transition out, but I was really fortunate where they still really valued my work within this charity. Yeah. So they were like, it was kind of like, what would you want to do to stay? And I was like, well, if I'm going to leave to do events, I will, I can do events here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, I started like, obviously like designing and running events. Um, And then I've actually, I've actually been pretty fortunate with this. I know I said I needed to leave my full-time job in 2018, but I've stayed in this charity for a really long time and had a lot of opportunities within there. Right. Like being able to design certain spaces and I've got you um, and like fully become like the creative yeah, that you want exactly. to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that I feel like I was supported a lot by the people that were like running it because they saw me and like they valued me. Everything that you were about, yeah. Um, which is like for the and obviously like being the flexible, I know it was like a, a youth charity and a young person's charity, but it still helps like being able to bring my kids and people being okay with that. Um, That's like barely ever heard of because I know there's so many people, I mean, friends that I have that they they struggle with that side of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we are at a point now where our kids are grown. And so like, that's why I asked, how does it impact you how you work now? Because we are very able to have like free our part-time so we can fill our time with a, a day of work like that ends yeah. at 9, 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. okay. But I think somebody that maybe wants to get into like a creative field or doesn't feel fulfilled no, in like a 9 support, to 5. And that's not always available. It's not available. But also like, obviously my kids are like 12 and 15 now. So nursery then was expensive. Nursery has always been expensive, always. but it was always like a relative thing. Whereas now is it was cheap back then in right. comparison to, to now. right now. Yeah. So that's what I mean. So if you've got a small child that you can't bring to work. No. And even then, like, it's not feasible if you're going to be on shoots and stuff. No, of course not. Because they're not going to stay up until, like, late no, exactly. when you're out. But I would say, like, I, I know that it was, I still struggled because I I have, like, vivid memories of, like, literally just running around everywhere trying to Being fit overwhelmed it as all hell. in yeah, right. yeah 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 that's why i said autopilot because otherwise it might have been just like crash and burn right if it wasn't like i would have I, I was on autopilot like today i'd wake up in the morning and i'd be like today i have to get them to school and get to here and then get to there and then i need to either organize someone to get them or try and run and get them and then run back or something like that yeah. like i would have to really plan stuff to try and get it and I have a good support system and I know that this is not always for everyone so I'm very grateful for it right. but like there would be time, like my siblings the age gap's quite big so my sister is like seven years younger than me mm-hmm. and then I've got loads of younger siblings right. after her so when my kids were young they still they might have been in school or okay, something got you. so my kids could go like after school club and then yep. my siblings could go get them yeah bring them back to my mum stay with them for a little while right but even then, I felt bad that they were you there. You didn't want to put... So yeah. I used to do, like, full meals for, like, everyone. I'd cook dinner Give for everyone, leave yeah. it at my mum's house. Yeah. Again, yeah, another job. Mm-hmm. Because I felt really bad that these people were helping me. I'm not paying them. I'm not doing yeah. this. And I know people want to help. And I know... Of course. But I think it's just, like, perspective, right? Because I don't think... 
I think people can easily look at someone that's got loads of support. Like I paid for nursery. Right. So I could look at somebody that had um, their mum look after their child full time and be like, oh, well, they're so lucky. Mm. But that doesn't mean that, that, that it doesn't come with its own set of no. complications. For example, with me, I think for me, it was the thing of I did. My mum was my whole support system because mm-hmm. I didn't have anybody else. If it wasn't for my mother, I wouldn't have been able to get my career to where it is at yeah, all same. like my mum literally she would take my daughter and be like no it's fine if you need to work it's fine whatever that looks like for you it's okay and yeah. I think if I didn't have that support I wouldn't have had the confidence to be like okay well you know my daughter's fine I know she's with my mum so she's okay because the mum guilt if she was with a childminder or in nursery I would feel so guilty yeah but it's like she was already at home so it gave me that kind of flexibility um but again that doesn't come without its own set of kind of like battles yeah you know like again I would be the one to like make sure I woke up extra early cook for everyone so then it's like my mum's got my child I don't want to have to add pressure and make her cook and make her clean and the washing would have to be done and everything. So I'm like, just be here with her kind of thing. I don't want you to lift a finger. Because, again, I was really conscious of what I was asking. I'm asking you to take the reins while I go and, like, commit to something else. And I think as a mother, it's very difficult to fully commit to anything. Yeah. Like, we're expected to work like we don't have children. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then parent like we don't work. Right. Because I, I, I feel like being a mum in itself is a full time job. So if that's what you do, you're working just as much as like as somebody with somebody a full with a nine to five babe. hundred yeah, percent. Exactly. So I, I don't take that away from anyone. So then it's like I'm cramming in those times less so much now because I've worked to get to this position. Exactly. Now. Yeah, same. But then I was like cramming to try and get probably <laughs> a day and a half into right. this one day yeah like of actual work that you would do in that time mm-hmm. and things were really piling up for me like it was very stressful back then I realized then and you know like when I when I look back at it I actually thought it was because of like my own emotional things or like stuff that I was going through but I think it was just I just didn't have the capacity yeah. so a basket of washing might sit there for ages yeah but the washing is clean everybody shut up no, seriously, I've done the washing. It's yeah. just not being put away. I'm just not folding and putting because it away. You need what? underwear, it's in Find the basket. Find it in the basket because yeah. I've just been at work for like eight hours and yeah. then I've cooked But I was up before, before that cooking. Exactly. Come on. And then I've cooked after and then up, and it's too much. I think I was in a, a literally constant state of being overwhelmed. Overwhelmed all of the, the time. Correct. Phrase. Overstimulated is my word now, by the yeah, way. It's oh, all no, I yeah. ever say. No, yeah. To be fair, the TV's on, the dog's barking. My daughter's telling me about Talking. anything, Non-stop. just anything, because she, she loves. Why do you talk chat. so much? Everything's happening. I've got emails popping up. My phone's going off. I want to sit in a corner and cry. So I have three of them. Yeah, <laughs> one is singing. One is singing. One yeah. is telling a story. Yeah. The other one maybe is dancing in a corner somewhere. But that corner of my eye that's catching that body it. movement <laughs> is stressing me out because it's not why, on beat. Why are you in my peripheral? Why moving are you mad? Right. 
<laughs> what is this even about? Can we all stop, please? I've had a long day. And I've had a long day. And it's really, it's really weird to feel like that because you feel bad because I want to listen to your story and I want you to feel like you can sing and dance and in the corner. And you should be able to dance in the you corner should if be you able want. to, but fuck my life. I'm, I can't do I'm it. I'm stressed because yeah. I've just spent a day organising work and being present and using up all my energy there. And it's like, I think as mothers, we do that. You know, the ones that are working yeah. the whole day, whatever your job is. Yeah, but even if you're like a stay-at-home mom, you're still doing it all. Regardless, and then I yeah. feel like then there's an added pressure even more to have this like this standard, this or, pristine, yeah, 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 home this homemaker. Yeah, 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 oh my god! Like we actually should have a free course meal because technically you're at home doing what? Yeah. What are you doing? Like no, no, babe. Because there's so much to do at home. Like, and I'm not gonna lie. Some days women wake up and they can't. Yeah. Well, you can't. You just can't. The on button didn't switch on today. Mm. But we don't have the option to stay in bed all day and do nothing. Do you no. know what I mean? It's like we have to keep going because these children are looking at for us to, hello, can I have something? And I need something. And we have work that we have Even to Even if I try to stay in my with. bed, there'll be da, 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 da on the door every minute. <laughs> they just would. Yeah. And it would be, can I have? And the thing is, is, I feel like when work's really taking it out of me, like in a week... When I'm at home, I really would just love to chill. Mm. I would love to chill. Chilling's not an option. It's never an option. Yeah, but I was reading somewhere recently that that's probably like a like a trauma, like a freeze response state probably. thing that you can't stop. Yeah. Like if you always need something to do, mm -hmm. always find something to do. Traumatised? Yeah, basically. No I would have never known. <laughs> what? Who knew? <laughs> Not me and my obsession with somatic exercises, but seriously, it is like, and I did, I realised the other day, so I read that and then I went home and I stepped in the door and I started cleaning the kitchen side because it was a bit dirty. Because you start seeing things. I do this all the time. When I get home from work, I'll literally it's crazy. get in, open the door and as soon as I've stepped in the door, I've seen five things that I can like fix yeah. in the house and I'm like, I've just got in the door. I'm lugging this case around all day. I'm tired. Sit down. Sit down. Just sit down. Yeah, I've really had to convince <laughs> myself that like I'm yeah. I'm deserving of rest. That yeah. in itself has been really difficult for me because especially now that they're older as well because obviously when they were younger they felt like you always had something to do, right? There because was always... they were small people. So yeah. it was like they they needed our aid more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I would say that as well like my when they were small as well I feel like it was more chaotic i think the conversations about working with teenage children is completely different to working with with toddlers 100%. and younger children but again like i said it comes with its own set of complications because my mum actually got to a point where she was like do not bring not in these words <laughs> but do not bring your demon two-year-olds around right, here okay like the twins <laughs> when they were in terrible twos they were really and they were doubled up oh nobody needs it oh oh no yeah okay like it was wild and they were wild and I get it. Yeah, like the nurseries, they kind of have to deal with it, right? We're yeah. paying for it. My mum was like, mm, Absolutely not. I'm not doing that. No, maybe no, bring them it. in a year or two. <laughs> and then that in itself was like, Okay, so what do I do with them? Because where do I, I put these people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's yeah, it's weird because my, my work, my career life has come with so many different complications, whether that's something personally or something to do with the fact that I'm a mum. But I think the overarching theme is that 
my work ethic and my capacity to like get through stuff actually comes from being a mum anyway. 100%. My ability to like achieve things like the reason get stuff. why yeah. I have the drive that I have exactly. is because I'm a mother. Yeah. And obviously you had you had your daughter young. I had my daughter young. Oh, and for context, for context, I had her at 18. You had her at 18. I mean, well, yeah, my daughter was born at 18, but I was pregnant at 17. Yeah, I mean... So, was it something? I can't remember. Something. Something along the lines. Something teen, okay? It was teen. Well, I know it was teen. Yeah. Um, But it's all we've ever known. So, essentially, juggling this life of motherhood and then finding your feet at work, finding your feet in friendships, finding your feet everywhere, has some... It's been the norm for us yeah the whole time i didn't live a life completely child free and then had had to step into motherhood i've had to just figure this thing out yeah the whole time so but that, I, bet, I guess that's why we're also very fortunate that we decided that we wanted to pursue things that were fulfilling for right. us and we kept going and we stuck to it because yeah. it would have been very easy. There's been times where it's been quiet and I'm like, yo. Amazon. What's I've Amazon saying? <laughs> no, I've said it a lot. And people laugh at me. I'm like, I'm not joking. I'm not. M&S and, and them places play nice, man. I, I look at people sitting on tills and I actually kind of envy them. Because Let me tell you something. Okay, so my god, uh, this is like such a little sideline story, but my, my god daughter has this pink till. I'm obsessed with this pink till. Love that. You know, like the little toy things? Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. I'm like, do you know what? I love playing, like, going to the shops. I think as long as nobody verbally me abuses scan, me. Let me scan your sweet corn, hun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as I, I'll be looking at everybody's shopping, like, what are you doing with that? I'll be like, oh, we make it today. Then? I wouldn't use that bleach if I was yeah, you. No, that's not good for, like, lime scan. I would and be stuff. one of those annoying people. Is that what I just said? Yeah. No, I have to keep that <laughs> internal because the woman that talks to me in home bargains. <laughs> I'm not her friend. If you're listening, hun. <laughs> no, I don't even care. Every time I, if I'm forced to go to that woman's till, I keep my answers so short, yeah. Not short enough that it sounds rude, but short enough that she knows we don't need to drag this out. Okay. But she will talk about my shopping. Oh. So what I'm saying is I will look at their shopping and talk about it. You're not going to actually talk to them head. about it. Yes. Okay, no, I got it. Yeah. But I can't, listen... Little supermarket job. I'll be, I'll be living my life. No, some days I actually really want that. Like, <laughs> like even some days I'll be like, they'll be like, "What's your day rate?" And we'll talk about my day rate. We'll go through it. We'll work yeah. on this, yeah. But the work beforehand that also needs to be factored in. Please, why is that not a thing? Because why am I prepping? I'm prepping. I have like one or two companies that I work with that are like, um, we'll add this in I for pre-work. I mean, pre-work. no. I mean, yes, you because of the nature of your work yeah. that makes sense for me. I. Nobody like, cares about you packing. Nobody gives a bag. damn no. about me packing my bag and no. washing my brushes. Yeah, they don't no. care. They're like, it's part of it. I'm like, this is a whole day. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a whole day of work. Please. There's a lot of underestimating. Even today, I was I did an installation. And I'm really tired of people saying you make it look easy. I'm just like, mm, it's, it's just a several years of practice. The finesse, hun. Yeah. That like, has been to this point. I have put the energy in here. Listen, it's been a journey. Yeah. And that's why I'm here. This is why I'm good. Yes. I didn't just wake up like this. Yeah. Okay. It's in my head. I've had to like I've had to learn that though. You know what? Like, no one ever talks about like the trauma that you could actually potentially get from working and from like certain situations that you find yourself in oh my gosh, with yeah. work. And I hate saying the word trauma and we I say this every time because I'm like it is a little bit of a trend word. So if we could find another one, that'd be great. You just let me know. Anybody that wants to let me know another word for trauma. Another no word for trauma would be great. 
um, because I will talk about it a lot because I feel like it comes in anything. And I have experienced it because I remember one time looking at something on Instagram of a company that I worked with that really messed with me mm. entirely. Got you. Um, and I kept, I used to go back and forth fighting with them. They used to like belittle me and right. make me feel some type of way about just even like asking to be paid. Like gaslighting you. Yeah, literally. thinking you don't need money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we can have all the money. I don't know what you need I money for. I don't know what you need money for. Like Why you're you only just giving us a little bit of intellectual property. It's not that deep, babe. Imagine. Like, honestly, That's often. So and yeah, like I remember I started crying reading this post that they had posted that because I was like to myself, I'm never going to work with them again. I'm right. not doing it. Yeah. And I read, th- I read this post and I was like, oh my God, this shit really got to me. Mm. Like, like it affected you in a way yeah. that you didn't even realise My like, My time. worth. Yeah. And I've had to like battle my way through that. And like every time you work somewhere and something doesn't go to plan or I don't know, you, you, for me, if I send my portfolio to somebody and they choose somebody else for the job. Oh, same. Because I that have happens, to battle. That with me, yeah. That's got nothing to do with my worth. Right. Like, and sometimes I even ask for feedback as well because Same. I'm just like, I just like to know like what was the reasoning, why? Yeah. So that I'm not having this internal battle that might because be based on absolute nonsense. 100%. And I feel well, like that, trying to keep your head above water in those moments is really difficult Yeah. because you can spiral. Yep. And like you said, it could really end up having a, a like a deeper, deeper effect on you. Yeah. And how you even, the confidence that you have in yourself and in what you do. So it's like, I feel like in those moments you really have to step back and appreciate how far you've come. Yeah. Because we're not going to sing and dance about our own like accolades every day. Oh, but we should. We should though. Yeah. Because it's... Celebrate yourself, man. It's hard. Like, listen, whatever it might be, like whatever it is that you do, it's like you're doing that. Yeah. And I know for you especially, like the things that you've managed to achieve and the way that you've done, it's like, when you look at how you started and the point you're at now, you're like, what? Yeah. Oh, and I've been raising these children? Right. Yeah, yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, actually, <laughs> do you know what? I was saying that I feel like it's a bit of a Western world thing, like a Western culture thing mm-hmm. to, you know, that cocky confidence, the difference between the two. What does that look like? Right. Like, you can't actually say that. And I think I mentioned... I might have mentioned it before. I don't remember when I might have mentioned it. Oh, look at the time. Anyway, oh, I might have mentioned it before Yeah. where I was like on Physical 100, the Korean yes. program. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where they would talk about themselves and they'd be like, I'm cute, I'm this, I'm yeah. strong, I'm this. And I remember first watching it and I was like, oh, these guys are really like they full, are of, full themselves. of themselves. But then I was like, why not? Why not? Absolutely. Why not know that about yourself? So then you know what you can bring to the table when it 100%. comes to to work or to a relationship or to something like that. Like, it's 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 important to understand. Yeah. I feel like I've definitely got to the point now, especially where, you know, those moments where you're like, oh, you know, the job will go to someone else. Yeah. I've made it. It's not a personal thing. It's not. But like, for me, yeah, when I look at you and your work, I don't think you understand how many makeup artists cannot do a range of, like, skin tones yeah. and cannot change things to the... To even just like undertones of people's shit that I don't understand about makeup, yeah. yeah. Well, what I know is that when you do someone's face, you make them look like them, but better. Yeah. Like you literally just highlight how good they are. Oh, and then I'm seeing like other people do it. And I'm just like, Vanessa wouldn't do this. <laughs> it's not really Vanessa's work. Or maybe they should have brought in Vanessa. I think that every time. So yeah. I'm like, you're actually really good at what you do. So if we were to talk about your strengths, 
Right. That would be one of them. Yeah, 100%. And you should 100% sell them because I know you've been in places where they don't know how to do darker skin tones. Oh, honey. And they're doing things that are mad. I've I've literally seen some diabolical things happen. Exactly. And I've I've been really lucky to to have walked in rooms where I'm like, oh, I can I can handle this, I can do yeah, this, yeah, and yeah. people see my work for what it is. Exactly. And that's something that I'm really proud of. Yeah. Like my my ability to adjust and just kind of like just have it. Like I don't know what it is. It's just this thing but these are the things we need to focus on like i know my strengths i know that and i love this part of myself as well mm-hmm. where somebody can give me a vision and they tell me what they want and i'm so good at like it's just effortlessly bringing, just it, bringing to it to life, to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah and executing it and i do it because i'm really excited about it i mm-hmm. like to go and do the research if i don't know about it i would like to talk about the people that do mm-hmm. know about it like i did a trap house once and i don't know anything about bloody trap houses but i did my research i like you know <laughs> Googled a few things. Just oh, no, I, I was asking people. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do what I gotta I do. I did. I asked a few people about <laughs> their experiences with trap houses. What does it look like? What the walls look like? What does it smell like? <laughs> like all what's of this. Stuff? What's the ambiance? <laughs> <laughs> what are the vibes? You guys have lighting? Like what is this? Is it low? <laughs> <laughs> but literally, I really do enjoy this part of the work, and I know I'm really good at it. So I'm just like. Like I did a setup today and they were like, oh my God, it's so us. I love that. And I was like, yeah, well, you know. It's just what I do. It's my thing. Yeah. But yeah, being in a place where people don't allow you to do that. It's tough. But do you know what? I don't, I really have, I really have created the spaces that I want to be in. Like we've Facts. said no to a lot of things lately and um, we sit here absolutely. and we're like, are we dumb? Like, why am could I we not have done work? the money thing it's like never, done it for the sake of money and i'm no. like no nah, man i'd rather not we can now i'm sure we're old enough oh age do we want, do we even want to talk about age do we need to we're I'm in our 30s <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i know i'm i'm 29 and five five to <laughs> what? what i don't know i'm i don't know I'm, I'm i think i'm the same age as jesus this year i don't know <laughs> how old is jesus how old was jesus <laughs> he's like don't look at me i really felt like you might know the answer to how old jesus was I am not 52 this year. It's the fact that I said, how old is Jesus? Like, he's Jesus now. <laughs> yeah. He was born 33, apparently. I don't know. Anyway, oh, we are okay. sidetracking. We are sidetracking. <laughs> but somebody gave feedback and said, we don't know how old you are. We're old and I don't know. Do you know what? Do the maths, actually. Yeah. Because my we, friend, he doesn't right. tell anybody his age. I don't and they ask about his kid's age. And then right. they ask when he had them. Like, they're trying to be smart. Do the maths. Just do the maths. Nobody cares. I know. Anyway, we have made it to the end of another episode. That's cute. Look at us two in the bag. Oh my god. We're done. Yeah, enough. (laughs) Are you finished now? (laughs) No, we'll be back. We actually will be back. Whether we make it past the third one, there's a different story. Stay tuned, I guess. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.